Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Blame Harry Styles, a podcast dedicated to the work of musician, model, and actor Harry Styles. This week in episode 22, we're going to ring in the new year with our 2021 year in review. My name is Key. And I'm Gray. And what do we blame Harry for this week, Gray? So I have a new record player. I'm very excited. Technically, it's not like new because I found it on the sidewalk. Uh, (laughs) I just got off the train one day and somebody had salvaged a record player with no plug from the trash. And I was like, does that work? And the guy was like, I don't know. And I was like, how much does it cost? And he was like, $10. And so so I bought it for $10 and I bought a plug and I have a record player. And I blame Harry Styles for this because fine line was my first record that I played on the record player. It's the first record that I ever owned. Love that. What do you blame Harry for, Key? Well, actually, I'm going to continue this tradition. We'll see how long this tradition lasts, because I'm going to blame Harry for the same exact thing that I blamed him for last year. Last year, (laughs) I don't know if you recall, if you didn't listen to that episode, uh, we did a year in review of 2020, and I blamed Harry for the Harry Styles socks that I was gifted for Christmas by my brother. Uh, This year, I received other Harry Styles-related items that come up when you search Harry Styles gifts on Amazon, and they included a coloring book and a journal. So, thank I I just want to say I'm not I'm not like bad mouthing those gifts or anybody. I'm I'm very happy to receive gifts. No complaints there, but. Sometimes you're like, wow, this certainly is the second thing that popped up when someone searched Harry Styles on Amazon. So a yearly tradition. Those gifts, they gave you a little taste of internet fame, didn't they, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't lo- like, what am I saying? We talk about tweets all the time on here, probably too much. So sorry for talking about tweets. But yes, I did tweet about how parents love to just search like Harry Styles on Amazon and get the first thing that comes up, which seemed to be, it was like a mix of like a blanket, a calendar, and like a sequin pillow was like more common than I like thought it would have been from the response that I got from my tweets. So yeah, shout out to all of you out there who received Harry Styles related Amazon items. You know, next year, maybe I'll point, like if, if my parents are gonna just get me like Harry related stuff because they know that I have a podcast about him and like shout out to my parents for supporting my interests I guess um maybe I maybe I'll like link a few Etsy shops so as to not support Amazon next year so I don't know maybe that's a little a little recommendation for folks next year when you're putting together your holiday gifting lists but what what I find is very amusing is so many people got the Amazon presence and Harry he has like objects that are on his official store for purchase yeah but they're more expensive and you're not going to get them in a few days it's very you know plus do parents even like know that that exists right i I think that it's more that parents don't know that his official store exists most yeah i think that's a distinct possibility so So, i i think that they don't know that there's a harry styles so they're like Google, tell me Harry Styles gifts, and Harry, and I'm go, I'm going to search now and see if I type in Harry Styles gifts what what it preferences. Yeah, what's the very? Just give me the first result. Seventeen dot com, eighteen gifts every true Harry Styles fan needs. Number one is the candle that smells like him. <laughs> wow, yeah, I did see a few of those in the replies to my tweet. So shout out to all of you whose rooms are. Smelling like Harry Styles? Question mark. Yeah, there's a lot of questions there that we won't get into. But uh, if you scroll down, uh, one of the one of the results is the sequin pillow. Wow. So there you go. There's you heard a sequin it here pillow. First, folks. I think the sequin pillow is kind of dope. Like gray, I, I I might be gifting re-gifting some of my Harry Styles related gifts to Gray because Gray I feel like has a greater appreciation for things with his face on it than I do but yeah I just really like I really like kitschy things yeah so as key knows well Gray next time we see each other in person you might just receive a trash bag full of Harry Styles <laughs> face on things. items such as a mask <laughs> and socks and a journal so look forward to that 
So true. Yeah, so basically that that's going to wrap up our intro. But before we get into kind of recapping the year, I just wanted to say we usually at the end of the show talk about like ratings and reviews and whatever. And, you know, no pressure, but we just wanted to mention that Spotify now has a new feature where you can rate. And I don't, I don't think you can review just yet, but I think you can rate podcasts. So we know from our analytics <laughs> behind the scenes that most of you listen to us on Spotify. So yeah, if you have a second and you don't mind doing it, why not just give us a little rating and we'd appreciate that. So yeah, just wanted to mention that at the top of the show. Um, it's available on Apple Podcasts too. You can give us a rating or review there. And yeah, hopefully more episodes for you to appreciate in 2022. <laughs> yes. And I have already rated us on Spotify, but Key, I'm not going to tell you what I rated us. I'm sorry. Wow. So if we get one <laughs> star and it's like, why didn't you guys do an episode specifically that's just like a gray solo pod on all of the Harry Styles topics that you've been submitting to the show for us to talk about? I'll know that that's from you. Oh, no, I don't want to do this by myself. <laughs> the weight of Harry Styles' opinions. It's too heavy on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a big responsibility. It is a big responsibility. It's very serious. Okay, so since there's not any news, sadly, sadly, oh well, I guess I guess the one news piece is that uh, the Hits Daily Double potential retraction. We had talked about the Hits Daily Double thing in the last episode and really clowned over it, and then Hits Daily Double was like, um, actually, maybe not. And so now it's just been a very dark and cold and sad winter. And um, we're just going to not think about that for a little bit. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And like, who knows <laughs> if they retracted it, like, because it's not true anymore, if it ever was, or if because they just don't want that info out there. I don't know. Like, I, I'm still hopeful that things are coming soon. Harry said many times that things are coming soon. But yeah, I guess you never know. Well, Omicron is certainly a thing. So... Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's gonna happen with that. Anyway, we're gonna be positive, and we're gonna talk about the good things that happened this year. In yes, spite of COVID. we are. This is a retrospective, not a present day. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of twenty twenty one was pretty good. So yeah, we'll go into our main segment, our twenty twenty one year in review. So first, I'm just gonna run down a list of the things that happened this past year, just to jog people's memories a little bit and then Key and I are gonna chat for a little while about like what our favorite looks and moments and stuff were so it's pretty similar to I think last year's year in review if you listen to it except we sound a lot different <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it back a little bit before we recorded this episode I was like wow maybe maybe stuff was accomplished this year yeah. maybe some things did happen <laughs> well I I know that for one you can tell that I've been eating a lot of vegetables um <laughs> Which is definitely why I sound like this. I wasn't eating totally. very. I wasn't eating very many vegetables in 2020. Key. I, wow. I was nutritionally deficient, so it made my voice very high briefly. But it's it's all better now. <laughs> wow. It's okay. Who knew that that was the impact that vegetables could have? Nobody told me that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all vegetables. It's an educational podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so notable things that happened in the past year besides my vegetable consumption. <laughs> 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 the first thing that happened last year was the Treat People with Kindness music video. Um, I was awake for it. He wasn't. <laughs> uh, we have Never going to live that down. We, we've, we covered that on our Treat People with Kindness episode. Shortly after that, Don't Worry Darling wrapped. They wrapped in February. And then the Grammy Awards happened in March. And Gucci Beloved happened, I think, in March. And then my policeman started shooting. And right in the middle of when he was shooting my policeman, the Brits happened. And he somehow transported himself to the Brits from the set. And that was a weird and little wonderful moment. Then we had kind of a dry few months in the summertime uh, where there was just like sort of rumors. And it, it didn't feel very dry at the time, but I guess I was just very busy. So that was why it just didn't register that nothing was happening and in retrospect like there wasn't that much time in between all of that and tour like mm -hmm. we i think it's because like we just thought that tour was going to be postponed and then it ended up not being postponed yeah. Yeah. so 
in my head we were like hunkering down for a much longer like hiatus there and then luckily that didn't need to happen so yeah yeah i do think that's the feeling it's like we hit like the end of my policeman filming and then i think it was that must have been like june and then we were like well we're not gonna see harry i guess for like who knows how long um and then he announced that love on tour would be starting in september instead of the end of august which i thought was crazy i was like how is he touring the united states and then harry karma got us through all the way through all of tour and through harry ween and the pleasing nail polish then dropped and his day's profile dropped and then he disappeared from us and now the world is bad again what a year. In between all of that also, he was in a Marvel movie, so can't forget oh, that. Oh, God, that's right. Yes, in November. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's actually wild that Tor was able to slot so perfectly. Like, like, if Tor had been a couple weeks later, who knows what would have happened with this new variant. Like, if it had happened a few weeks before, like, really, they hit it with miraculous timing. So shout out to everybody involved in planning yeah. those logistics, but that was kind of a miracle. It's definitely crazy seeing some articles where they're like, see, touring can work if you're just like careful. And, and like, I, I obviously I think that it did work because they took like amazing precautions. But I also think that uh, it's because there's uh, some unacknowledged hairy karma privilege happening with their tour. <laughs> yeah, just like bizarrely good timing there. So we got, we all got super lucky with that. Yeah, we got really lucky. So I'm so happy all that happened. So, Key, how do you feel about 2021 generally? Are you happy with all of the hairy goodies that we got this year? Is there anything that you wish that we had gotten this year that we didn't? Yeah, honestly, I feel really good about it. I feel great. I feel very lucky. Just like we were saying, like I didn't know if tour was going to happen for people who live in the U.S. And, and, and for people all around the world who got to watch on live streams and stuff. Like I just feel really glad and lucky that that was able to happen. Um, and we'll see looking forward when the next time he's able to tour again is hopefully kind of, you know, the winter is always the worst of it. So we'll see when it gets into the spring again. But um, but yeah, obviously I'm ready. Like we've talked about before, I'm ready for new music and stuff. And so I hope that that's coming. But I, yeah, I feel really good about this year. And I feel like a lot happened where like the first half of the year, like was kind of like the prep half where we, like he literally filmed two movies. So like, we will see those imminently so that'll be interesting um and that'll kind of keep us going but yeah tour tour was the big thing this year and we'll talk about that a little bit more later but um yeah just in general who knows what it would have looked like if you know the world was a different place but I, i i was looking through what happened last year and this year and i just feel like yeah for there being a global pandemic like we we sure were lucky in terms of like yeah, just the things that we were able to see and experience and, and all that stuff, for sure. Yeah. Listen, Harry Karma, like I said, it's um, it's a real force, uh, and it will protect you from the coronavirus. Now, the <laughs> CDC has said this. That, <laughs> wow. That the, new, that the new guideline is... The new is, alert. The, the, new, the new guideline is, if you've been exposed to the coronavirus and you're asymptomatic, as long as you can prove that you've had exposure to Harry Karma, you can return to work. It's fine. Like I said, this is an educational show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, I work in public health and I'm dying every day. Um, but we're not going to focus on that. We're going to uh, we're gonna focus on some fun things like how Harry Styles dressed this past year. Now, before we go into this section, uh, Key and I liked a lot of the same looks this year. So some of Key's favorite looks are also kind of mine. Yeah, so we're just we're just spreading the joy and love around and going to alternate. So we, if you hear one thing on somebody's list, it's probably on the other person's list too. But we just want to kind of mention as many things as we can to kind of like honor everything that we saw this year. Mm-hmm. Yes, so uh, in, in some of these cases, you'll have to guess, am I lying or am I truthing? Who's to say? <laughs> no, I, I do like all of these, but it, it's more like... Uh, some of them key stole my favorite and we're just uh we're having a tense moment about that right now but that's all right so well, uh, sometimes you just got to get to the dock first my <laughs> friends what happened was i was napping and when i woke up key had, key had chosen two of my favorites so that was a, a really exciting play-by-play <laughs> that we just listened to right then <laughs> Okay. Some high action. <laughs> Some high octane uh, drafting here. Okay. Yeah. 
So, Key, do you want to talk about your favorite casual look from this year? Yeah, so I'll start by talking about a couple runners-up. So the first being, if people remember, those pink and blue shorts. So for casual looks, you know, like we've done this before, but, you know, things that he did not wear to an official sanctioned event, you know. So we got those amazing pink and blue shorts that I want really badly that are probably from Bodhi, um, because everything that I love is from Bodhi, and I'm obsessed. And Emily Bodhi, please send me your entire catalog to my house. And then the other one was the black suit, the lace shirt, and kind of the ribbon. I'm not sure if you would call it a tie kind of look that he wore when we first saw him with Olivia Wilde um, outside of the context of Don't Worry Darling. So those are two kind of looks that emerge for me that I really like that were not for officially sanctioned events. But, of course, there can only be one true answer for the best casual look of 2021, and that is the one, the only, the iconic Sticks and Stones May Break My Bones But Whips and Chains Excite Me shirt, accompanied, of course, by a very cute Katie and Connor are my friends blue hat that I assume is the one that inspired the Harry is my friend tour merch. We've got the blue bandana around his neck. We've got the white alien sunglasses hooked on the shirt. All the accessorizing was happening with this outfit. We've got white pants. We've got, is that everything? Did I list everything? I don't know. There's a lot of things. Oh, and another, of course, item from Bodhi, the white like overshirt with the shirt peeking out. So there's a lot going on in this outfit. It was perfect. I just want to say yeah. about this, like, where to begin? <laughs> uh, I, I I had something that I was going to say, and then I'm just thinking about it, and it's just, like, making my brain, like, black out. Yeah, this shirt tends again. to do that. I remember when he wore this, like, specifically, like, where I was, like... Oh, me too. Which is funny, because it's, like, a t-shirt, but I, like, specifically remember where I was when I first opened Twitter and saw this image, and, yeah, I just want to say thank you to Harry, I just want to say thank you to Rihanna for those lyrics, for inspiring the shirt. Yeah, I have many, uh, many thoughts about Harry wearing that shirt, and, uh, most of them are not appropriate, and I feel like he's done this to me because he has, he saw the shirt, and then he said, I'm going to put the shirt on, and then, uh, people who interact with me all day are going to be thinking about how I'm wearing the shirt, unless it's a shirt that he wears a lot, and then he just does that all the time, and I, yeah, it's certainly a choice. I um, we, we, we have foregone the sexy looks category for this episode because I feel like this year there was like there there wasn't as much of that vibe. But now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like this would have been a strong contender because yeah, it all it all came together and didn't didn't we like what it comes together? What it let me rephrase <laughs> and didn't we enjoy what it all <laughs> brought together to equal? Um, yeah. So shout out to that look, living mm-hmm. rent free in my brain still. Yeah, more uh, interesting and thought provoking graphic tees in 2022. Thank you, Harry. Many thoughts. Yeah. So I also liked the Letterman jacket from the Don't Worry Darling wrapped on a, a less uh, horny note. Um, <laughs> I just thought that he looked very cute in that. That was that was a fun day. The day the day that it wrapped, getting a lot of pictures and stuff like that. And very exciting to think that that is something that we will be getting in twenty twenty two. It's very exciting. It just it just comes closer all the time. Do you have anything else to say about any of his casual looks this year? Do you have any hopes for next year? I just want more Bodhi. Mm-hmm. Let's chant chant with me. Bodhi, more Bodhi. More Bodhi. More Bodhi. That's what Emily Bodhi said in a podcast that he had a feature coming in her clothing. That's true. I think that's what happened. And we haven't gotten that. So unless yeah. something went terribly wrong, uh, hello, I'm still waiting on it. So that's what I want in 2022. So before we close out casual full looks, I feel like there are a few accessories that we need to talk about. So Harry had some good hats this year. You mentioned that Katie and Connor are my friend's blue hat. And that is a good hat. But I feel like there is one in particular that really stood out for Harry's this year, which is his frog bucket hat. So true. He wore it and then people went like crazy. They like sold out that frog bucket <laughs> hat immediately. <laughs> that um, was very funny. It was very funny. And then another hat was he has this yellow knit hat that kind of looks like an alien. And I just think that that hat is so cute. <laughs> 
I just think it's yeah, adorable. It's great. Um, yeah. So I think that's it for, for me on casual looks. Accessorizing king. Yeah, accessorizing king for sure, for sure. So now we're going to move into favorite professional looks. Key, what was your favorite professional look this year? I mean, there's really only one answer here, but let me let me start by giving us the runners up here. So I wanted to, I didn't want to talk too much about tour looks because obviously, like the vast majority of professional looks that we got in 2021 are from tour because we got a million, and we're gonna be hopefully, you know, like who knows, like literally in a few days harry could be like surprised here's my new single so in which case our next episode will be on the new single but what's most likely going to happen is that we'll get nothing and our next episode will be on tour and we'll use that as an opportunity to talk more about the looks of the tour so we're not going to get super into that in this episode but um yeah so i wanted to give a couple runners up that are kind of outside of that zone so we've got the brits suit and purse which i love and was that how would you even describe that like the, the 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 brown and cream like yeah checked like look yeah and then the dazed cover look for me which is those purple pants and then the the black like kind of half shirt i just those are the two that really stood out to me as like memorable professional looks outside of the tour yeah so before i give like my number one do you want to talk about some of your runners up yeah uh my runners up are the corset from dazed which I feel like we let go of too soon. I feel like we moved on from that way too fast. I feel like it was a moment. I feel like that's the one that should have become a meme because Jabuki made that great hyper pop tweet about it where it's like if you this is what happens if you give hyper pop to a Victorian child and turn him gay. Um, uh. Iconic and yet the green sweater which i mean is you know fun to look at like that's the one that went mimetic for reasons that i don't love but the the corset we just we moved on too soon from it it was so good yeah i agree uh the nashville vest i feel like lives uh, in my brain constantly it's just he's just very wearing it um (laughs) what a quote and the long island vest which we haven't talked about i think yet like it was just um i was i i attended love on tour long island uh not to brag but (laughs) but i am happy that i uh ate into my savings account for that because i got to see him in his vest from there and like i don't know what it is about pictures from that night that that most of them are just not totally like capturing it in all its glory, but he was just like this gold ball on stage, just like, yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> it was just awesome. So yeah, I had a Love really it. good time and um, he looked amazing. So Key, what is your number one? Of course, it is the the one, the only, the iconic Harry Styles dress as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Like we said in our last episode, we recorded an entire, like, enormous, extremely long episode on Harry Ween that I really fucked up and accidentally deleted from my laptop. So it is part of our podcast lore that that just lives out there. But we, yeah, we definitely talked a lot about Harry Styles dressed as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And we will hopefully talk more about it when we get more into tour on our next episode. But yeah, what can I say? Like, it's just this is just one of those outfits that you just know, like when he wears it, like, like there are certain artists who have certain outfits Mm -hmm. that are just like known from then on is like something that they wore at that one specific time. And like, this is one of those outfits, like, you just know that in coffee table books, 60 years from now of like, Mm -hmm. <laughs> the clothes of Harry Styles, like this is gonna turn up there. Like mm-hmm. that was such a special day and night. Like, and we were there, and we met our friends there, and it was the first time Gray and I had met in person. Mm-hmm. And Ava, who's a friend of the show, it was like the three of us up in like the nosebleeds of MSG as he walked out and wore that, and we all lost our shit. Like it was just. It's such a good memory for me. So not only is it like a great outfit, and like there's all these little details, like it. Like from far away, everything's so bright and colorful, so it looks great from far away. And then he's got like the 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 um the ruby slippers are like the boots that he's worn all tour, except like adapted for this specific outfit. Like there's all these little details and, and ways that make it special. But for me, like what makes it so special is just that memory of yeah that show, attending that show with my friends, um, and just 
yeah, that moment of all of us like losing our minds when we realized that they were all dressed up, that the band was all dressed up like people from The Wizard of Oz, that Harry was dressed as Dorothy, like, and just like even after the show, just like still talking about it and like not being over it. I'm still not over it. It's been like, I don't know, it's been a month. It's been, has it been two months? It's been two it's months. Been two Where months. does time go? And we haven't yeah, moved on. I just, none of us have moved on. Yeah, I haven't moved on. I'm still, it's still living in my brain. So yeah, what, what, what an outfit. And not only for it's like, you know, I don't know. We, again, we'll t- I'll leave, <laughs> I'll leave some of this discussion for our next mm-hmm. episode and hopefully we'll get to talk about Harry Ween a little bit and we'll talk about Harry Ween also a little bit later, but, um, but yeah, so Dorothy Styles, man. Dorothy what a Styles. Night. Dorothy Styles. I know. All right. What about you, Gray? What What was your top look? So I will say this was surpassed by Dora Three. Um, <laughs> basically, this was my look that was my favorite before tour. I will say this this was one of my favorites from you know the past several years from him. So not like a fake fan or whatever. But like uh, (laughs) the Grammys look, I feel like I have to mention because it is iconic. I feel like it started out some things that became highlights of the tour as like, like especially when he had the, um, the shirtless suit jacket look that was with the Grammys and like seeing that reflected um, on stage. Yeah, it, it, it was cool to see that as part of, integrated into part of the era. Yeah, and all the fans, too, who kind of mimicked that look throughout the tour. I, I saw that. I know at the shows I attended, I saw it a bunch of times. So yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, I did, fun. too. Yeah, it, uh, yeah uh, especially with the, uh, you know, the feather boa. I, I, I do feel like it deserves a mention specifically because of the sheer number of feathers that are now littered across arenas <laughs> and cities all over the United States there was a it looks like a feather bow massacre every night now because he did that even though the the boa in the in the original is fur everybody was like well i can't find a fur boa we're gonna do feather boas it's feather boa it's fun sexy feather boa time yeah so i don't know i just i yeah i feel like that that deserves to mention um and i remember like yeah that the grammys were a good night i I had i i watched it with my friend and uh, it, it was good. So, yeah. That's not still my favorite uh, outfit, technically. So but... which one? Which of the three? So my top look from the Grammy Awards is the leather suit, or I guess pleather, with the uh, green boa. That one is yeah. my favorite one. Okay, it is iconic. Yeah. And the leather was sexy. I will say my favorite of the three is the last one. It's the mm-hmm. orange one with the black. Mm-hmm. Boa, um, but I, I gotta say those three looks like as a trio really have grown on me. I feel like at the time, like I liked them, especially the the leather one, like but kind of without the boa because I don't know the texture just like at first like didn't super work for me. But I don't know. I just feel like the the whole vibe of those I just feel like is super fun and and definitely has grown on me with time. But yeah, so let us move in with that to our top Harry Styles twenty twenty one moments. Um, so we're going to give you our top three here, but we have some runners up or a runner up each. So, uh, yeah, Gray, do you want to start and give us your runner up for your top Harry moments of 2021? My runner up is his appearance at the Brit Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that it was so fun that we were like, he's not going to go like he's filming. He can't do that. <laughs> and then he was just there. He just appeared there. OK, can I just say this? OK. This is something that's bothered me forever. Brighton is like not far from London. It's very close. And everybody like reacted like it was like this huge deal. I don't know if that's like other people not knowing how small England is or if it's like people from England thinking that distances are really far. Because like when I was there for a brief period of time, that happened to me all the time. Where like the United States is so big that people are like, oh, it's like a three hour drive. It's whatever. And then in England, people will be like, it's an hour drive. Like this is halfway across the country. This is like a massive undertaking. So like, I don't know like which of those reasons is the reason for like Twitter to blow up and be like, oh my God, he's at the Brits. He traveled from Brighton to London. This is like so shocking, but I don't know. It's actually, it's actually a combination (laughs) of like, well, yes, like I don't, I don't personally know exactly how long it takes to do that. But like 
also he did that and got like perfectly made up and looked amazing yeah he right did look from great the movie set so i felt like i really felt like that was the magic part and also that we like didn't know that he was going like i had thought that he was just like shooting and then he like got beautiful and was on stage and <laughs> yeah it was, was fun. just there so it felt very magical it was uh, a nice surprise and if my ignorance of being an American helps that magic, well, the CDC says that that gullibility will protect me from the coronavirus. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Key, what's your runner up? Yeah, so I, I, I picked a pretty generalized one. I guess I'm kind of cheating with this. And this is like a pretty generalized thing. But you know, this is our podcast. We make the rules. What even is cheating when it comes to making a list like this? So I just kind of put like movie filming in general. Um, it was just really fun to get kind of like behind the scenes pictures and stuff like throughout this year to kind of build excitement for these film projects. And I, you know, I'm looking forward to the press tours and actual films to come in 2022. But yeah, either way, it was just really fun to kind of see that. And I, I had never like I was not a fan of Harry, especially to this degree when Dunkirk was happening. So that wasn't something that I had experienced before. So yeah, it was just super fun to kind of like follow along with all the other fans as these things happened. And like, oh, there's this photo from the My Policeman set. They're in Venice, which means they're at this part of the book. Like it was just a very kind of like communal experience to kind of like watch along the behind the scenes with, with these productions. So I had a really fun time with that. Folks, if you can hear my cat, I am... Sorry, he's, he's meowing a little bit, so if he ends up in the background of the recording, <laughs> uh, that you'll, you'll get to hear Oliver. Um, yeah, so my uh, third was specifically, I guess, my policeman filming. I guess I feel very similar to Key. I, I read My Policeman. Um, it was one of the books that I actually read in full this year. And it was cool to be able to, like, I don't know, tell what they were filming, but also to be able to, like, tell, like, oh, I actually don't know who that character seems to be. Is there, like, a new character or something? Or, like, is there, like, a new, like, dynamic? Um, I will admit I also had a lot of fun because for people who are not necessarily longtime listeners, um, I have a shitpost update account. And it's at HS3 Updates. I still use it sometimes. And uh, me and another friend, when there would be, like, new set pictures of my policeman that came out, we would, um, <laughs> we would, we would post up the picture and then we would, like, put up, like, fake excerpts from the book or, like, fake, like... <laughs> speculation about like what like yeah it was just like fake speculation about like what the picture might mean and that was definitely like that was something that was just really fun for me this year to like I essentially made up like a different plot for my policeman um and I I don't know I don't know if that was ever amusing to anybody else it's just something that was very like deeply personally amusing to me to suggest that my policeman was actually about like a polyamorous couple who are deeply in love yeah that was definitely something that i just had a lot of fun with this past year yeah during during the spring of covid we all we all amused ourselves and uh the satirical update accounts which really stretched the bounds of what the 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 amount of people that really truly believed all of the stuff that gray was saying (laughs) really says a lot about our society and about the actual update accounts and the stuff that they peddle so Yeah. yeah it was a fun time for us all yeah, it certainly uh, made me reassess how I interact with Twitter uh, a lot. Okay, so Key, uh, what is your number three? Yeah, so my number three is the Treat People with Kindness music video from January 1st of this year. So it barely makes the cut, mm-hmm. but of course it makes the cut because it was the first thing that we got this year. Yeah, like we said at the top, this was just so much fun and I had so much fun like recording the episode so soon after the video and kind of getting amped with everybody and talking about it and analyzing it and um, even if I was asleep when it initially dropped which I'll never forgive myself for like the lead up to it was super fun and just to see like the choreography and how much work went into learning the dance and like yeah it was just like the best way to kick off the year and yeah just just a blast as the first thing we got this year yeah that was really great okay so my number two was his feature in Dazed Magazine. I just thought that that was like so good. I, it was the first time that we've seen him like 
like I mean like obviously he speaks on stage but it was the first like interview that he'd done in quite some time and it really just made me hungry for more interviews because he hinted at some things but then like he, he wasn't quite willing to say I have new music yet so yeah it's funny how much that feels like just a complete departure like it just feels like the start of a new era or whatever and then we shall see like how much longer we have to wait to, to like the actual start of the era but it it did it felt so fresh and exciting and new and um yeah i i have super great memories of, of that as the last thing that we got this year as bookends with yeah. the people of kind of music video yeah definitely so key what's your number two my number two favorite thing that happened this year was the Grammy Awards. So yeah, I don't know. I just, the Grammys, it's just so like, I just have such good memories of that. And I feel like, and I remember like Rob Sheffield writing an article at the time, or maybe just talk, talking on a podcast about the, about how it was like one of the best Grammys ever. And I don't watch the Grammys every year. I do sometimes, but I did feel like just, it was like a bizarrely good television program for a television program that was taking place during the COVID pandemic and just seeing everybody and seeing Harry and Haim and Billie Eilish and yeah just people like interacting with each other in, in that opening set when Harry sang Watermelon Sugar and then him winning a freaking Grammy and the interactions with like Beyonce and like all these people that were there I, I just have such fun memories of all the excitement around that. And yeah, he won his first Grammy and that's like a big deal. So yeah, re really have fond memories of that night for sure. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching that too. I, I don't even think I was a month out from top surgery at that point. It might have been like, I don't know, six weeks max. Um, so I was still like pretty tired and I really needed some joy at that point. And yeah. It was just a good little ray of sunshine at that point in time. Yeah, and it was so like, I don't know, I, I don't know if I expected him to win. I, I can't exactly remember at the time. I think probably I didn't because I do remember that with such a surprise. But I do, it was like the awards were kind of spread out. And like, yeah, it just, it was, I, I just feel like it could have been a different story. But I, I just came out of that night so happy with, with how everything turned out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we are now at the one, the only, the big one. What, Gray, is your number one thing that happened this year that was Harry-related? Harry Ween. Oh my god, Harry Ween. I can't believe that I went to Harry Ween. I can't believe it. I, I can't. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that I was there with you. I can't believe that I was there with our friends. And I can't believe that we saw Harry sing Madison and that we saw him in his Dorothy costume and that we rainbowed the entirety of Madison Square Garden like I can't believe it I can't believe it yeah me neither it's just yeah it's it, it's still I struggle I struggle to believe that that happened I'll just say it here too we'll just kind of talk about this in conjunction with each other because my number one is just the tour in general but definitely Harry Ween is like such a big part of my memory of that tour and yeah I it was just like, yeah, the medicine thing, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was just such a shock. And like, it was so nice that he then performed it at other shows after that. So like, I don't know, maybe we'll see it in the set list if he adds a third album of songs. We'll have to see. But what a special moment to be so completely shocked and to hear that mm -hmm. for the first time live when we didn't think that we might yeah, ever we'll get to. Again. Like if you go back and listen to our medicine episode, we say like, Will we ever hear this? Will it be at some random festival like 20 years from now? Like I I certainly didn't dare to hope and to to have that experience of, of just being completely shocked that second night and hearing that live is like definitely something that I'll remember for a really long time. I think that Harry heard that Harry Ween Pride was happening and he was like, I have to change my setlist <laughs> just for this. I have to, wow. I have to let them have Our this. impact, truly. No, but the, and the Harry Ween Pride stuff too. Yeah, I just like... We'll, maybe we'll talk about this more in our next episode when we talk about tour, but I'll just take this as the opportunity too to say that I, I had such a special experience like helping to organize that and like running a Discord server with freaking 70 other people. And like, it was like such a big, it took so much effort and it was like such a big production. And yeah, all of us put a ton of hard work into it. And so there was a lot of like frantic running around on Harry Ween too, but it was so worth it and it was so cool to kind of have 
Bob Sheffield, who's like, you know, one of the writers that has kind of anointed, anointed Harry and Harry's career to, to write about it and to kind of honor what we did. And yeah, I... To be my that's... best friend. He's my best friend now. Bob, <laughs> if you're listening, hello. Hi. Um, I don't think that he's listening to us. I, 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 you know, wishful thinking. I'm reading your book, Rob. I'm reading one of your books right now. Yeah, it was, it was so, it was so special. Yeah, no, I, uh, and to like anybody who helped us with Harry Ween Pride, like I was watching the video from Lights Up on YouTube because I was down bad. And, uh, <laughs> and I was just, um, there's this one video and uh, maybe I'll put it in the link in the description for anybody who needs to smile. Um, but it's my favorite, it's my favorite one of, um, that night. And there was this part where, uh, the person is filming him seeing lights up and then the camera pulls out and like does the whole arena. And I just like burst into tears and I just can't believe that we had so many people who like helped make that real and like. Like I said, like if you listen to the podcast and like you are part of that, thank you so much. And I'm just, you know, I'm just really speechless about it. So yeah, yeah, that's something I'll remember forever. All right, so I think that that covers um, everything that I want to say. Key, do you have any final thoughts? Do any wishes for 2022? I do, but yeah, I just want to talk a little bit more about tour in general oh, yeah. um, because obviously Harry Ween was a highlight, but I, I just didn't think it would happen. Like, I, I don't know when I thought it would take place, but I like really towards the end of the summer, it really didn't seem like it was in the cards. Mm-hmm. And so it was just so awesome to like actually go. And I, yeah, I feel so lucky that I was able to go and, and see my friends at that tour and, and experience what it was to, you know, be in that room with Harry and with all the other fans and like I don't know just so many special things that hopefully we'll touch on in a future episode like Harry helping multiple different people come out at shows and like mm-hmm. all these different other special moments that kind of recurred throughout the tour but in general like people have kind of lifted my expectations like I remember when I first became a Harry Styles fan and we, we started talking about all the different things that were going to happen people were like tour is the best and you know you have things to look forward to like every couple of nights like and it just blew my expectations out of the water like it was just so much better than I thought it was going to be like I didn't think I was like I won't I'll watch like the first live stream and then I like won't watch another live stream and, and I watch like every single them. live stream yeah, because it's just so much fun and it got to be different every night and the parts of the show that you look forward to stay the same and then there's like different ways that he modifies it and yeah so we will talk about it more at some point in the future hopefully soon but it was just every year that he tours that's going to be the highlight of that year because it's just such such a special experience so yeah, yeah. that was definitely my number one thing that happened this year yeah definitely okay well i think that that wraps up all I have to say about this past year. Uh, going forward, Key, what are you hoping for for 2022? Just new music. I know. Just want that HS3. I want the he's music. Really, he's teased it too much to back off now. I so I know. It's got to be coming. Edging. It's just Key. about how long we have to wait now. I want the new music too. I really want the new movies. Obviously, I'm excited for them both, but I'm not as much of a thriller person Sorry, Miss Olivia Wilde, you seem like a lovely person, um, but I'm more excited for my policeman. Uh, it's just the type of movie that I, I watch more, but I will be seeing both movies. I will be seeing them both, and perhaps I'll, I'll be surprised and like, don't worry, darling, more. I don't know. I'm, I, I won't be able to know until I view them, and I will be able to view them next year, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, I am hoping for new music. And obviously new music videos. And Harry, if you wanted to, you know, if if tour is still a little delayed, if you wanted to have a new, like, I don't know, like if you wanted to film another movie, I wouldn't be <laughs> disinclined to that. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I, it's on my mind. That's what I'm hoping for. All right. 2022, here we go. 2022, here we come. <sighs> Hopefully it's, um, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah all right so uh moving into our outro key are you looking forward to non-hairy things book movie tv rex one non-hairy thing bring joy in these difficult times so first of all i just want to say this is like cheesy but it's occurred to me that it's like the end of the year and 
yeah, so one of the things that I that has kind of I guess this isn't entirely non Harry related, but I'm just gonna say it. It's cheesy, but it's this podcast and it's our listeners. Like we can't go and do a wrap up of this year without acknowledging the fact that we had a podcast this entire year, which is something that we've never had before. Mm-hmm. And it was such a pleasure to yeah, just kind of work on these episodes, put put these out when we can. <laughs> Um, and to have such great feedback and response from people and to have people enjoy it so much. So we, we thanked you guys a little bit in last week's episode because it was like the Spotify wrap up stuff. And it was so great to see kind of that information from you, but, um, yeah, what, what a year it's been, been for the podcast too. So that's been really fun. Yeah. It has been really fun. Yeah. And just in terms of like pop culture, media stuff, which is what we usually talk about at the end of these episodes, I'm going to mention two things. The first needs no recommendation from me, but I'm going to say it anyway, which is Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, if you if you're interested in seeing it, you probably already have because it's made a billion dollars. But um, the most recent Spider-Man movie, it was really good. Um, I was like tentative about it. I I I don't know. I'd heard some things. I wasn't sure if it was going to be all that good. Um, but I just I really really enjoyed it. I really would recommend it. Um, I'm not somebody who's like super familiar with like the previous franchises of Spider-Man, which I feel like if you've been on the internet for the past couple of weeks, you know, come into I guess I guess minor spoilers I don't know but to be honest you know um <laughs> going to play with this new movie and but I still loved it and enjoyed it and yeah I would heartily recommend it again like I said needs no recommendation for me but um that's certainly something I've been enjoying and the last thing is something that I didn't mention in our last episode I think but I saw around the time that we recorded that, which is the movie The French Dispatch, which might be my recommendation because it did okay. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like the the word of mouth around it has been like, ah, uh, it's like not the best Wes Anderson, like whatever. No, I don't know. Amazing. I love Wes Anderson. It's I so love good. the movie. Yeah, I really, really loved it. It's on VOD now, so you can rent it because it's out of theaters. Um, so yeah, I, I would heartily, heartily recommend it. Um, there's, it's like. A bunch of different storylines um that kind of are centered around like this version of the new yorker in france and one particular storyline spoke to me the most which is jeffrey wright's storyline if you've seen the movie it was very special to me but um just in general i just really enjoyed it i thought it was a really good movie so if you are looking for something to watch uh in this kind of holiday time that that's what emerges for me yeah definitely in terms of recommendation that i have I've been going deep into David Bowie lore because uh, sometimes that's just what I do. I've been listening to Off the Record David Bowie, which is a podcast on Spotify that I feel generally positive about. Um, <laughs> high praise. Well, listen, it is high. It, it's it's high praise coming from me, who is very judgmental about how straight people talk about David Bowie. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I, uh, I I do think that there's some ways that the podcast speaks that I don't always love, but in general, I'm generally positive on his coverage there, but I haven't finished yet. So like, if you get past me, if you get past episode five and like, he says something really fucked up, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and like, and I, I've been listening to David Bowie records on my new record player. Uh, I, so I currently have purchased... Space Oddity, Low, and Station to Station. There's um, Hunky Dory of the David Bowie records I've heard is my favorite, but I haven't bought it yet because a special edition is coming out in January for, uh, I think it's like its 50th anniversary or something. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, they're having like a special like birthday party where they reveal it and like fucking Ricky Gervais is there and I'm like... David Bowie had, like, a transgender, like, muse. Like, he doesn't want you at his birthday, Ricky. But, like, <laughs> whatever. Um, people will just invite themselves to people's birthdays and not even question if they're wanted. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, Rob Sheffield's on Bowie. I've been reading that, too. And, yeah, so that's just kind of uh, been what I've been reading and listening to and yeah i'm in i'm in the hole for that um yeah so also before we leave one thing also that i had been uh reading was some poetry one of our listeners sent us so one of our listeners adrian novi um wrote in about a month ago and uh (laughs) sorry that we haven't recorded this yet adrian we've uh (laughs) 
been busy not recording, but we are recording now. But she wrote in and asked if we share a bit of her Harry Styles theme poetry on the podcast. She has a new book, Erev Gildine, I believe is the way that it's pronounced, that will be coming out next year in December of 2022. Uh, here is an excerpt of her work. If you are interested in checking out more of her work or pre-ordering her book, go to at Addy for more information. Uh, we'll put the at in the description of the podcast. Yeah, it's at underscore at, like it's yeah. at artsy underscore at. Yeah. So, uh, P.S. This is not underscore. this is not a sponsorship, so we were not paid for this. I just like poetry, and Addy seems really nice. So uh, before we leave you. Uh, this is her poem, Portrait of the Artist as Lights Up by Harry Styles, sequins soaked in the Pacific Ocean, 2019. Since I sleep in the dark alone, I fold into the hum and glow of me. A finger is drawn down my torso and becomes a prickly scrambling. The boys who wouldn't look twice at me in high school like my Instagram photos now. None of them know I smell like lemons when I really try or feel more like me submerged in bubbling water like a torpid knife embracing the harvest. My body is inconsistent in its want and gratitude. I'm sorry, by the way. The sour of being encased in skin is much messier than anticipated. I do not desire myself unless someone else is hungry. I would make the mirror prison its growl if I could. So again, uh, that is just really lovely person who wrote in she seems really nice and uh yeah if you want to go check her out we'll be putting the link in the description he do you want to take us out of here yeah absolutely so you can contact us at weeblingharrystyles at gmail.com on twitter and tumblr we can be found at harry styles pod uh one way to let us know what you think of the show that we'd appreciate is rating and reviewing our podcast you can do that on apple Podcasts. you can also give us a rating on spotify which is new if you'd consider it, we'd appreciate it if you did that. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcast host to become notified of our next episode. Also, um, I just realized that I hadn't been saying, but on Spotify, sometimes you get notifications. You need to, like, subscribe it. And then it's, like, YouTube where you need to also click it again. Like, the, there's a bell. Hit that bell. It's, subscribe it's like, and know. hit that notification bell. Yeah, but, like, I didn't... I'm just saying this now because, like, I didn't realize that was the thing. So Spotify, when I started listening to more podcasts, wouldn't like tell me when I had new ones. And then I realized that it has the stupid bell thing like on YouTube. I don't know why like I would subscribe to a podcast and then not want to know when it was coming out. But yeah, so like if you're subscribed to us on your Spotify and it's not coming up, smash that bell i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> wow we're influencers we're youtubers we're we're technically podcasters <laughs> <sighs> all right happy new year you happy guys new year. thank you for listening we love you and talk to you next time in 2022 goodbye everybody all right bye everyone